Welcome to Finding Balance. This is another bonus episode from the series on lenses, where I elaborate a little bit more on some important concepts that I touched on in the six main parts of the series. In this bonus episode, I'll examine why people find it hard to accept objective facts and the consequences of the abuse or misuse of subjective facts and perceptions. Then I'll wrap it up by sharing some strategies that can help combat this abuse so you can be a more reasonable individual and our society can become a more informed one. Objective facts are essential for making informed decisions and understanding the world around you. However, the abuse or misuse of subjective facts and perceptions has become increasingly dominant in many aspects of society. First, let's consider why people have a hard time accepting objective facts. 1. Is Confirmation Bias Confirmation bias can cause you to seek out information that confirms your existing biases and ignore information that contradicts them. This can lead to a distorted perception of reality and a reluctance to accept objective facts. Another one is political polarization. Political views have been a great divider in several societies because they often represent deeply held beliefs and values that shape people's understanding of the world around them. In many cases, political views are linked to core issues such as economic justice, social equality, and personal freedom, which can be highly emotional and polarizing. And the rise of political polarization is one of the main reasons why political views have become so divisive. In many societies, people are increasingly divided along ideological lines, with those on the left and right having very different worldviews. This can create an us-versus-them mentality, where people feel like they are part of a tribe that is under attack from the other side. So you should be aware of this. And finally, there is limited access to information. Limited access to information can also make it challenging for you to accept objective facts. In some cases, you may not have access to the information you need to make informed decisions, and in other cases, misinformation and propaganda may make it difficult to separate fact from fiction. It's like when you are trying to figure out a puzzle, but you don't have all the pieces yet. You might think you know what the picture is, but once you get all the pieces, you realize that you were wrong or missing some important connections. The same thing can happen with facts. If you don't have all the information, you might not be able to see the full picture. Next, let's understand why the abuse of subjective facts and perceptions is prevalent. The abuse of subjective facts and perceptions can take many forms, and it is often used as a tool for manipulation and control. Those in positions of power may use subjective facts and perceptions to shape public opinion and further their interests. For example, people in authority may use emotional appeals and propaganda to manipulate public opinion and gain support for their policies. Media bias can also contribute to the abuse of subjective facts and perceptions. Sensationalist headlines and biased reporting can distort the facts and perpetuate misinformation. In some cases, the media may intentionally manipulate the facts to suit their own agenda. Just imagine a game of telephone where the message gets distorted as it's passed from person to person. A lack of critical thinking skills can also contribute to the abuse of subjective facts and perceptions. 
Without the ability to analyze and evaluate information objectively, you may be more susceptible to manipulation and propaganda. This can make it difficult to separate fact from fiction and perpetuate harmful stereotypes and biases. So what are the consequences of the abuse of subjective facts and perceptions? The consequences of the abuse of subjective facts and perceptions can be like a monkey wrench in the machinery of society, causing serious damage. Here are a couple of examples. The erosion of trust in institutions and experts. The erosion of trust in institutions and experts can also have serious consequences. When people no longer trust the information provided by experts or institutions, they may be more likely to make decisions based on misinformation or propaganda. Another is the spread of misinformation. The spread of misinformation can have serious consequences for public health and safety, such as inaccurate information about vaccines or medical treatments, which can put lives at risk. You don't have to think too far back because we've experienced this in recent years with the COVID-19 pandemic. So what are some strategies for combating the abuse or misuse of subjective facts and perceptions? To combat the abuse or misuse of subjective facts and perceptions, for you as an individual, you can work to identify and challenge your own biases and preconceptions. Yes, this would require a great deal of honesty and responsibility on your part, but when you start recognizing and acknowledging your own biases, you will begin to see the world more objectively and make more informed decisions. For the general public, it's important to promote critical thinking skills and provide access to accurate information. This can include promoting media literacy and providing resources for fact-checking and verification. These resources for fact-checking and verification must be curated by individuals who are strong advocates of objective evidence and facts, individuals that are in the middle, and not by individuals who are on the extremes. For those in power and the mainstream media, valuing objective facts and striving for accuracy and transparency in information sharing is crucial. So it's important to hold those in positions of power accountable for the use of subjective facts and perceptions, and media outlets should strive for impartial reporting to provide accurate information to the public. Division sells, so I know I'm singing to the choir here, because without these extreme views and messaging, the mainstream and social media may be out of business. Finally, educational institutions can play a key role in combating the abuse or misuse of subjective facts and perceptions. There are rising concerns about educational institutions becoming willing tools of the political class and doing the bidding of propagandists and powerful people. This is often done through the control of curricula, funding, and appointments to leadership positions. Such actions can result in the promotion of certain ideologies, the suppression of alternative perspectives, and the dissemination of biased information. However, it is important to note that not all educational institutions fall into this category, and many are committed to providing a balanced and impartial education to their students. It is also important to acknowledge that even in these institutions, there may be individuals or groups that attempt to influence the educational process in favor of their own agendas. 
so it is crucial that educational institutions remain vigilant and maintain their commitment to impartiality and objective facts, which can be achieved through measures such as transparency in decision-making, promoting academic freedom, emphasizing critical thinking skills, media literacy, and providing a diverse range of perspectives and viewpoints. By doing so, educational institutions can uphold their role as a critical component of an informed and engaged society. Well, I hope you've learned a lot from today's episode. Don't forget to send in your feedback and thoughts via your favorite podcast platform or on social media using the hashtags hashtag FindingBalance and hashtag Lenses. That's it for today. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and share our content with your friends and family. Keep tuning in for more insightful content. And until next time, have an awesome weekend. Thank you.